Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone. Today's show is all about mastering Mercury retrograde. If you have no idea what a Mercury retrograde is, well, guess what? Today, you are going to learn all about what a Mercury retrograde is, how to navigate and master a retrograde, and what the upcoming retrograde of the summer looks like. My guest today is Sharita Starr, and I'm super excited. She and I have known each other for several years now, and she's my personal astrologer that I use every year. And she and I were speaking a couple of weeks ago, and we were discussing the retrograde that went over the last parts of March and the beginning of April. And I don't know about you, but it was a doozy. We experienced all kinds of issues with emails. We had things that were broken. The car broke down. We had issues with contracts. Just things were going out of control. That, my friends, is a Mercury retrograde. So today, she and I are going to talk about what an astrologer is and what they do. And then we're also going to get into this idea of what a retrograde is and how to best prepare for one of the worst ones that we've seen in a long time, which is happening over this summer. This mini-sode is brought to you by moi, Amanda Gates, Home Energy Design, to help you best prepare for what could be a chaotic summer if you don't have the awareness of how to navigate it. All right, so now that I've set you up for pure chaos, don't worry, don't panic. The Let's call the theme of this summer all about puttering and surrender. <laughs> all right, are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, Amanda here. Two Facebook Lives this week. How exciting for you. Um, the reason why I wanted to come on today is that I have the one and only astrologer, Sharita Star on. Um, you can say hello to her. Say hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, if you are in the uh, Mindful Living uh, group, you have seen uh, her talk in there and, and talk about upcoming things. Um, this is actually going to be for the podcast, so if you're hearing it here today, you're hearing it here first. It will actually not be up on the podcast until next Wednesday, so it's like you're getting the secret squirrel version, um, so I hope, <laughs> hopefully they feel special, um, but you can, um, you're going to have to stare at me. Sorry, I, I may move it around a little bit, but you will be able to hear her, um, which is the most important part, so welcome to the show, Sharita. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, uh, you know, obviously you and I are friends. We've known each other a long time. I used to stalk Sharita online and <laughs> finally got the balls up to uh, ask her on the show three or four years ago. I can't even remember. It's been a while now. Um, and she and I have became fast friends. Uh, we've known each other for a while now, talk all the time. Um, but... The audience that's listening today, they may not know who you are. They may be new to you. So before we dive into this turbulent my, uh, retrograde that's coming up, tell us how you got into astrology and, and how you became known as Sharita Star, the astrologer. Well, uh, that's a long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. Um, I've read the horoscope since I was seven, or I was gravitated. To, to it on some level, uh, and oddly because it was right next to the funnies in the newspaper, so that was um, just something I oddly started doing, thought nothing of it. Um, and then uh, in astrology, there are, are all kinds of different cycles. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about a big one this summer uh, called a whole, whole bunch of overlapping retrogrades. But there was a cycle in my life uh, that was going on called my Saturn return. 
and I happen to have Saturn in my natal chart placed in my house of career. So it was during that time, which was 28, 29 years of age, that this all just started to come out of me like a, a like a sieve, I don't know, or like a faucet turned on, the light switch went on. And um, so it was a book that I had read called Star Signs by Linda Goodman. Um, that was uh, this at the same time in my life. And she's the one really who I consider my mentor, my source of inspiration for, for being on this journey. And she's the one who explains astrology and numerology. Uh, number one are inseparable because they're guided by the same planet. So she, she covers to extensive detail um, how that works in star signs. And it reading that book is what like again, it like a switch went off, and and she says, you know, don't believe what I say, just you know, start to apply it. And I started to realize I never forgot anybody's birthday when I started kind of doing this. I started thinking about people I knew, and I was like, oh yeah, 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 their birthday's this, their birthday's that. And I took her information, and I was like, wow, this is fascinating. This totally describes this person. It's like that's exactly what they do and how they are, and so on and so forth, or what they do for a living. Um, and that was, it was it. It was like somebody hit me over the head with a two by four at the time. And I just, you know, about three years later, I was, you know, doing readings and then a website came along and a book and here we are just still <laughs> doing what we do. <laughs> I love that though. I love that it was your Saturn return that kind of woke you up, so to speak, and, and got mm -hmm. you into it. I think that, um, for those that are listening, your Saturn return is, is like a lot of upheaval and uh, yeah. it's like uh, destruction and rebirth and, and kind of the rising phoenix from the dust, so to speak. And would you say- Especially if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And of course, because I was a theater major in college, I kept working in restaurants because, you know, every, every aspiring actress works at a restaurant or something <laughs> like that. And um, I, oh my God, if I could tell you how many restaurant jobs I was actually fired from in my, my 20s, you would, you would laugh. And, uh, but at the time, this all came about and it was like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And, and that was because Saturn was aligning with my natal in the house of career and boom and that's what started happening so i haven't uh, done the restaurant work in a long time thankfully <laughs> but isn't that the whole point of a saturn return is to really like help you get back on track well what it does as well is like you know people in and especially i think more so america i don't you know and i think it's over the world too but People uh, are so conditioned to think, oh, you know, I graduate high school, I go get a four-year degree, maybe I pursue a master's, and then, oh, I know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. But you're still in like your mid-early 20s at that time, and you're still going through your own sense of, you know, self-discovery, figuring out who you are, and you do that all the way through that first Saturn return, which won't complete until you're 28 to 30 years of age. So for people to think that they know it all about their life in their early 20s, they're sadly mistaken. So... You have to kind of wait. So whatever you've acquired up until that 28 to 30 years of age, if it's not meant to sit with you for the remainder of your life or to keep evolving with you, that sudden return becomes that destruction and, and it'll plummet you into rebirth because you've got to get rid of the stuff that doesn't work for you. Trim away that fat. Trim away your fat, throw out your garbage, delete your files the old ones you don't need, you know, and yeah, step into who you really are. Um, and numerology too, when you, when you assess, you know, how to read new numerology charts, your um, break between your first and second period cycles, uh, depending on your life path number, will often coincide with that Saturn returns. For some people, it happens a little earlier, some people are a little late, later, but um you know, that heading into your late 20s, early 30s, there's always these moments of very pivotal things happening. So um, in combination with looking at both sides of the coin from the astrology and the numerology side of things, you know, if you're not doing what you're supposed to, you're going to hit resistance. <laughs> you're going to get you so you get on the right track is what's going to happen. Which you don't want to do as much as possible because you know that's futile. We all know that, but, you know, we try. <laughs> so 
what I think is so curious about astrology is this idea that, you know, I'll be going through uh, an experience or, uh, you know, I'll be in a down period or uh, a real strong upswing and I'll think like, oh my God, you know, I'm the brilliant one that came up with this. And you'll be like, oh no, honey, it's in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you know what's the brilliant thing is that you're, you're listening. And you're, you're taking advantage of the timing because some people don't listen and that means that they miss the boat or they miss the opportunities that could be coming towards them in that timing is everything, you know, uh, opportunity for you. I mean, that's, that is, you know, that's my like little motto, mantra, whatever for everybody, you know, timing is everything. So we, we live in such a world today too that like everybody wants to compare what they're doing to their friends or you know what your mom and dad think you should be doing and the bottom line is you should be doing what you should be doing because it's your timing their timing is different and all your friends timing is different from you you know unless you're born on the same day with the same exact natal chart you are you know pretty much your timing is going to be a little offset from what somebody else's is so one thing I teach people is don't compare yourself to other people because you have to know what your journey is supposed to be about. Yeah. And I mean, it's truly written in the stars. I mean, it, like, um, I just launched a new book, which you told yes, me. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> and I'm so happy you wrote it. <laughs> you Love told it. me I was going to write all these books and I'm like, no, I'm uh, not. Yeah. That was a timing opportunity for you to channel it all down and down get it grounded so you and see you listened so, again you listened yeah. again it's, it's congratulations <laughs> and what's so interesting is that I, I do truly feel like i channeled it because yes it was literally yep. i had the spark of inspiration i need to i need to write about this and i sat down and i wrote it in two weeks and then it was mm -hmm. Like it was boom, 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 boom. And it was dumb. As many books often come for, for people, especially if they're, you know, paying attention to, you know, knowing, oh my God, I've got all this stuff. And, but when they go, they go. And it does, and it, and it flows and it floods right out of you. So it's, 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 it, that's, the, that's the wonderful time to do it. Don't edit while you go and, and leave that for the professionals. <laughs> well, I have to say, I think it's one of the best things I've ever written. Um, yeah. One of the, th I'm so proud of it. It's one of the most proud things I've ever created. Um, it turned out really well, but it was like, it was just crazy because I got the idea. I sat down, I wrote it, it was done. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. And literally like my coach, uh, which I have a weekly or a monthly call with her. And uh, she said, now, wait a minute. Last month when we spoke, there was no book. There was no mention of a book. We didn't talk about a book. And now there's a book and it's already out. <laughs> well, you know, you work fast. So well, and it was funny because I actually told her, I said, well, if I was talking to my astrologer, I guarantee you it was in the stars. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. I, and I remember that when we were, I was like, you got a book in you. It's going to come out. Sorry. You were like, yeah. no, no, no. But yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's just funny because you, when the first one came out, you had said there's multiple books. And I was like, no, there is not. I know. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> mm hmm. So, you know, and I think that's one of the most fascinating things about what you do as an astrologer is it is this idea of, um, listening to those inspirations that you get, the inklings that you get and mm -hmm. um, honoring them and kind of flowing with them. Because if you don't, um, you're kind of banging your head up against the wall, um, yep. going right. And there's a reason. So for those who have maybe never had an astrology reading, um, or don't really necessarily know what, what it is that we're talking about, what's like the quick, dirty version of what exactly, you know, this astrology stuff is and what a reading looks like for someone? Well, you know, most people are very familiar with what a horoscope is, of course, which is, you know, those things I was attracted to when I was seven in the newspaper. Um, you know, everybody seems to know their sun sign. Most people got a gauge on that. You know, they know they're the Leo, the Scorpio, the Aquarius, wh wh whoever you are. Um, and, you know, they're, they're idly curious to, to read that horoscope. But um, astrology is so much more 
in depth and detailed oriented than what that little blurb in the newspaper on a daily basis may be able to share with you. Um, and basically like, you know, if you have ever been curious to get a chart done, we first thing we want to know is what time are you born? And that's going to set up your map. Um, and astrology really is like, it becomes not only a map for your, your life, for what are you good at? Where, do, where are your weaknesses? Health things maybe you should be aware of, you know, things maybe you shouldn't overindulge in, things that you should, things that will, things to eat that will fortify your body, make you, you know, healthy and strong. Um, what's your personality like? You know, what are your emotions? All these things. Who are you best paired up with in a romantic relationship? Um, all of these things, your career, vocation, so on and so forth. All of these things can be seen by the map that we get on the day that you were born, determined with the time and the place, of course. And then th this map becomes a timeline as well, so that it, it will basically be put in the middle. And then because the planets are always in forward motion, they're always, the, the transits of the planets in the here and now are always moving in your life. So basically what's behind me here is a blank astrology wheel and you know that's this is really what it is it's 12 pieces it's all, which represent all of the 12 signs each of them occupy 30 degrees of space and transits move this way so when we're looking at your your life we're looking at how does this map look for you personally and then the outside is any here and now we want to look at. Do you want to look at 10 years ago? Do you want to look at 10 years from now? The moment right now? Whatever you want to do. So we can always see why influences and certain decisions you should be making, so on and so forth, are happening in, in your life. Um, and that's a nutshell. It, it, it helps us to align our peace of mind. There's always changing times in our life. This will never go away. <laughs> So we want to go with the flow um, and make the right decisions at the right time in our life. And, and that's, you know, again, when we listen, uh, we tend to do that. Uh, but when we choose to not listen, we don't get the results that we want. Nine well, times. I think that that's what's so fascinating <laughs> about it is that um, it really coincides with what's going on uh, in your life and, and maybe things that you're contemplating or inspirations that you've had or ideas that have, you know, that have come up and it like starts as a whisper and then it's a conversation and mm -hmm. it's quite loud and it's like you're ignoring it because it's time, you're supposed to do it. And so I think what's so uncanny is, you know, like I said earlier, I will uh, be thinking of doing something or I have the inspiration or I'm starting to put together something and, and then I talk with you and you're like, oh no, no, it's gonna happen in October or yes, you mm -hmm. should do that. And mm -hmm. that's just how it all lines up. Um, so one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and I was complaining about the past retrograde. Oh my God. <laughs> you and everyone else. Yes. <laughs> I usually, I got to tell you, I usually skate through them. I don't have a problem with them. Now I'm not signing any major contracts. I'm not doing anything because I know, mm -hmm. but you know, for the most part, we're not bothered at all. And this last one, we had audios that disappeared, emails that disappeared, we mm -hmm. had contracts that were, you know, uh, falling apart that weren't even done during the time. Um, computers were not working. Um, we had uh, one. <laughs> that is the classic MRX energy. MRX yeah, is the yeah. Mercury retrograde abbreviation. So, yes. Um, and just. <laughs> People just being on edge and dealing, you know, with expectations mm -hmm. that were unreasonable. And I was like, oh my God, like, I just need to go take a nap until this is over with. <laughs> like, it was mm -hmm. so intense. And so the, uh, the, the next uh, one okay. coming in was going to be even more. I was like, oh my gosh, like, we need to. So, first and foremost, we need to talk. <laughs> tell, you know, for those who are listening today that have no idea what we're talking about, Tell us what a mercury retrograde is and what it typically affects, basically the things I was just talking about, and then what's going on this summer. Yes. So all planets do this thing called retrograde. Um, 
and, and all of them from Mercury and the moon does it too in its own way, but it's not called the retrograde. It's called moon void. Of course, another great timing is everything tip. Uh, you need to know to follow to do any business in your life um, successfully. Uh, but retrograde happens with all the planets. So Mercury all the way on out to Pluto all have a retrograde cycle. The outer planets do it for f up to five months at a time. But the inner ones like Mars, Venus, and uh, Mr. Mercury uh, do it more periodically uh, with Mercury being the most frequent. Uh, we have a Mercury retrograde every, about every three to four months. And Mercury is the one planet that guides communication, thinking, mentality, electricity, movement of any kind on this planet. So, and because its proximity to the Earth is so close, this is why when he goes retrograde, it causes all this, like what you talked about before, all these like weird things technology-wise, missing things, miscommunications, expectations being totally off the off the off the off kilter um, all of these things are awry when mercury is retrograde however there is a benefit to this cycle um, and retrogrades are set up for us every these every three to four months so that we as humans allow ourselves the time to reflect to review to recharge, reboot, retreat, you get the picture. Um, if we ignore this and we try to put the foot on the gas and move forward and sign contracts and put place things into being, initiate everything, they are all riddled in some form of error. One of the uh, biggest things about Mercury retrograde is that human error is the highest under it during it than any other time of the year. So it's a time where if we spend the time in re-examining what already exists, we're going to get the best result. So we've got to go back. It already has to be in motion in our life in order to be able to utilize the, the energy of Mercury retrograde to our benefit, which is the review and the redo part. If we're trying to initiate, we're just going to like be, you know, banging your head up against the wall. Um, so it's not a time for forward motion, but it's a time for, for you know, kind of taking your, I always use this analogy, take your foot off the gas, throw the car in neutral, and tap on your brakes for the three weeks. Um, and, and that seems like a long time to ask anybody. <laughs> well, gee, for three weeks of my life, I can't do anything. Well, you, you can do certain things, but you shouldn't be doing, you know, the list of things that Mercury advises, Mercury retrograde advises, you know, if you don't do these, you'll be fine. But a lot of people have not a clue that it's Mercury retrograde, so they end up, you know, you watch people around you just, you know, cascading in frustration. And it's, you know, that's why I developed Mastering Mercury Retrograde, because I got tired of people misunderstanding the cycle for the benefits that it actually has. Um, so that's what we need to, you know, be aware of is it, 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 it sits in our life for a reason. The hours, I love this little fact about it, the hours that Mercury retrogrades in one calendar year's time, if you take the, every three to four months it happens, for the three weeks it happens every time, it equivalates the amount of hours we sleep in a calendar year. It's kind of an interesting, you know, comparison. Um, because it's meant to be a rest period. You know, we all need that. What would happen if we never slept every day? And yeah. of course, a lot of people aren't sleeping well lately anyway. But <laughs> you know, um, if you think of Mercury retrograde like rest periods, then you're going to work with it super easy instead of fighting what it is. And you've got to go with the changes, however they show up whenever it's Mercury retrograde. So... So I'm curious then, I, I know this just because I know you and, and we've talked about this, but what are some good uh, tasks to do during a, a retrograde? Like you've told me it's a good time to uh, bring out an old, like a book that I was writing on, like maybe an old manuscript or revisit mm -hmm. some things or maybe start putting together a course or kind of like that creative zone of building and contemplating and uh, 
basically resurfacing old ideas. Um, exactly. That what it's great really word. Great word choice. Resurfacing um, what already exists. Um, and that is for, for an artist, Mercury retrograde is a fantastic time. Maybe not to paint the brand new painting or something or write something completely brand new, but it's the, it's the best time to go back and revise, do those revisions, dig out something unfinished that you started perhaps, and you kind of like threw it up on the shelf and it's collected a little dust. Um, the energy of the Mercury retrograde uh, under that reviewing and researching um, any of those things, wonderful way to spend, you know, to spend the time um, because you're really going to be getting the best benefit out of that. Um, and often what gets recreated under Mercury retrograde is so brilliant. And you, you couldn't have even possibly have done that even when you know you, you had another opportunity to do so so um that's like one of the again artists are, are fantastic um under the cycle as long as you're going back to fix something that's already again it's been established on some level um like i i noticed like it's like an odd example but like the last uh retrograde the show roseanne came back on the air which of course had been on hiatus for what, 20 years, you know, yeah. and they brought it back and it, because it already existed and it's actually doing quite well from what I've heard. Um, and, but that was a, like a, rev, a revival and now that works. They launched it under Mercury retrograde and voila, you know, it, it works. Um, but if someone wants to like, you know, let out something brandy new under Mercury retrograde, that I would say you're, you're going to have, it's going to have to go back and be fixed. It's going to be in error on some level. So, or, you know, it's just totally, it's just not what you wanted it to be. There's going to be things to fix. So it's really about paying attention to uh, when those times of year are and and when the, mm -hmm. the retrograde is coming up and just really thinking about like i'm really paranoid about you know we don't sign any contracts if we have a new client that comes in we actually let them know hey it's a retrograde we're not signing it until this date and like yeah <laughs> and it's great because you can work with the client and kind of get their ideas and and you can do the research with the client but yes not don't make the agreement that this is a go yeah. Until the retrograde lifts. Yeah. yeah that's a good that rule of thumb. Way. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes we all have to do that. We're all humans. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, you know, like you said uh, when we were talking, that it's definitely going to be uh, a turbulent one coming up this summer. Yes. So uh, give us some details about what this looks like and, and how, um, you know, what we should expect, but also how we should anticipate and prepare for it in a way that gives us as much ease and grace as possible. <laughs> well, now this summer is quite tricky because we won't only be contending with a Mercury retrograde when it does. And the next one, uh, we the one that we just had was March 22nd through uh, April 15th. So those weeks, if you can think back, um, uh, anyone in the audience watching, if you can think back to those three weeks, you know, just about a month ago, um, you know, life seemed a little awry over that time, and that was due to the Mercury retrograde. Um, the one coming up will begin July 26th. Now, uh, previous to that initiating, we have another interplanet retrograde that will be in effect already for a month at that time, and that is of Mars retrograde. It's the last interplanet retrograde that's very highly intense uh, when, when it's in transit uh, from above. And Mars, of course, due to the fact that its orbit is a lot larger than, than Mercury's, uh, he retrogrades for two months. <laughs> Okay. And Mars, basically, uh, we switch energy when we're looking at Mars in comparison to, to Mercury. Both of them are planets of movement, planets of action happening and change. But Mars is more of a, like, take what the energy of a Mercury retrograde and a Mars retrograde is 
10 times the intensity. So from June 26th until August 27th, you're going to have the Mars retrograde in effect. So that's going to be intense. That also advises, just like Mercury, don't start a lot of new things or if anything that you can help. And I know it's like hard to say, oh my God, over the summer, I can't do anything. Um, you, you could try. Uh, but the Mars retrograde will not, it, it, it'll be very tricky to make um, action happen with it that will also not be riddled in, it, it'll be, I want to say, placed in the wrong motivation, the wrong desire, um, which is also what, what Mars uh, rules is our motivation, our ability to take action in our life. Uh, Mars is a very like penetrating, let's go. Let's not like hold off on anything. Mars is very direct. Tell it like it is. Uh, Mars often requires our courage on some level. So, and because he's very penetrating and aggressive, he boils up the anger from time to time. So let's just say the tensions this summer will also, and you'll see this collectively around the world. Um, and it won't just be like, you know, what your personal story will be is by taking a look at that nail chart and figuring what, where are all these retrogrades going to be happening for me um, personally. But the world is going to be a little, uh, let's just put it this way, irritable this summer. And um, we're already sort of getting a, a, a clue of, we already know it's intense out there anyway, but um, the show will get more amplified, uh, especially by the time uh, June, the end of June gets here. So that'll be happening. And then Mercury starts retrograde on July 26th. That will conclude on the 19th of August. So the whole Mercury retrograde is wrapped up and included in the Mars retrograde. Then we have an eclipse season. <laughs> so we have a solar eclipse July 12th. We have a lunar eclipse July 27th, the day after Mercury turns retrograde, that will conjunct the Mars retrograde. I will say the two weeks in August, July 27th through August 11th, I don't care what you're doing for the future, I would cancel your plans. And I'm not saying if you're on vacation, that's, that's cool. But if you're going to launch something over that time, good luck with that. You're going to sign something into being, good luck with that. Um, that will be because you're getting a lunar eclipse, which is going to come on a full moon. The full moon also asks us to reflect and chill out for, you know, on a monthly basis. We get waxing and waning phases uh, that balance our month out all the time. That time frame, July 27th through August 11th, will be the most intense weeks of this summer, um, bar none, hands down. So that, you want to really watch what you're, you, you're doing. Um, again, with the Mercury going on in combination with the Mars, um, you know, accidents are so apt to happen. Take, the biggest rule of thumb is take your time utilize your patience. The quicker you go, the, 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 the behinder you're going to get um, under this kind of energy. It, it, it is, and I love your expression, you always um, use the word putter around. It's going to be like the best time to putter around. It just sort of, you know, let the flow of whatever's showing up be. And, and move with it like you're just rocking on the boat on the sea and go with the, go with the waves. Don't fight much because if you do, you could have a lot of fire on your hands. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so I'm curious, you know, it sounds like basically from the maybe middle of July to basically the end of August is where the, the majority of this intensity is coming from. Um, you know, like I was thinking, I have a, a business conference in San Diego that I've, you know, I'm already set. It's already set up to go, mm -hmm. but it's from August 11th to August 14th. So is this type of intensity going to screw up travel and, and, or is it just more? Yes, of course. That's a big rule of thumb under Mercury. Uh, the Mercury retrograde alone is that travel gets upset. So your plane may be delayed. Um, you know, an hour, two hours, or who knows, 
Um, you can't get an Uber taxi, you know, th those types of things. Miscommunications happen across the board uh, when it's Mercury retrograde, but anything relating to travel movement of any kind. Um, cars break down easier um, under Mercury retrograde. Uh, and Mars also rules things that move on some level mechanically. So you'll notice it's very <laughs> intense with those types of things. And Mars is also a planet of explosion. So <laughs> I, I, you know, there could be a lot of very loud things happening in the world um, to kind of put it politely <laughs> when it comes to fire and uh, things that move on that level. So we need to be very cautious about that as well. Um, it's going to be a very strong time to really have your awareness and your mindfulness. What is going on in the world? Um, you know, be aware, don't be fearful, but be aware of, of what's happening. And when the changes show up, the delays show up, the rerouting shows up because it naturally will. And when we, you know, when we, we get all annoyed and the more you do that, the more aggravated you're going to get. So it's like, oh, you can just sort of go, ha ha, Mercury, Mars retrograde. Okay, I got to do this now. And kind of just surrender to the fact that you've got to go differently than you originally intended. If you do that, you'll do well. Yeah. When it comes to this, um, it's funny because the last two summers, we've had a retrograde at some point during the summer. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, they've shown up the last couple summers. And we, we get it again next summer, too, so, you know. Yeah, and what's interesting is, is that both seasons, our air conditioner has broken under the retrograde. Uh, you see, uh-huh. So yeah. Good example, another good example. But I think that the idea of puttering is a great way to yes, do it. Yes, putter, putter, putter your heart, putter to your heart's content. Um, putter and, and surrender. You know, the, yes. both the, I would say the last two Christmases have also been. Uh, uh, this, yes, you're right. The last couple have been the same. This year we're going to get spared, thank God. <laughs> the last two, uh, David and I traveled to New York and, you know, we had tra uh, travel delays, but we went into it knowing that we were going to likely be delayed or flights might be canceled. And so, we traveled, you know, knowing this, we had our laptops, we had, you know, movies, we had uh, downloads. Mm -hmm. that we had. Um, I had downloaded podcasts, like we were prepared and ready for and so we just puttered, like, just went with the flow. And it was absolutely fine. Like, mm -hmm. and that's see, and again, because you listened, you, you knew what was going to be going on. And people around you, I mean, if you really watch people who are, you know, not don't have this information, um, which is unfortunate for them. And that's kind of my mission is to really educate this planet about how to work with the Mercury retrograde and not fight it. I, I watch people constantly. I'm like, you know, they get all like, I, I watch posts on Facebook on the Mercury retrograde and people are just flying off and sputtering away. And, and I'm just like, but if you just understood, yeah. you know, so when you're well prepared and have your, that's a big Mercury retrograde rule of thumb is have your backup plan. So that was fantastic that you had all of that stuff. You could totally be puttering in an airport and be entertained. That's you know? <laughs> great. Yeah, David did editing. I had, you know, I did some editing and had podcasts and videos and like we were totally fine because we had everything with us and we had brought all of our work with us. So mm -hmm. I was able to do feng shui stuff and, and we were totally prepared, but you could see the elevation of, yeah. of people angst and upset uh -huh. and not being prepared. And, and, you know, um, there was one guy last season, he was on his cell phone and like his face looked like it was going to explode because he was yelling so loud into the phone. Like he was so upset. Um, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, but that's what you see. So um, during this time period, you know, what are a couple of tips other than surrender and, and go with the flow? Are there certain things that people could be working on or what you would recommend as an astrologer of, of just kind of how to, to do this with grace? Mm -hmm. um, yes, I, and I have coined it the summer of surrender. And I know that may sound harsh to people. Um, 
but surrendering is not a negative thing. I know in some languages it kind of is translated that way, but um, you know, surrender to me is also a, a, the theme of this entire year of this. It, we, we're in a master number, 11, two vibrating year. It's very emotional. It's lunar guided. And it's asking us to surrender to healing, surrender to what it is that we need to do to kind of unite the divide in our life. Like, because let's face it, we, we are all disconnected on some level. Some people, I think, way more than others. So for me, this summer, um, to really take advantage of this energy is to allow yourself to, to feel these things, allow yourself to reflect. And give yourself the space and not fight the fact that this needs to happen. And, you know, things that you can work on, your, your own inner work. Now, of course, the, the other tip you do need is where is this happening in your chart? So you got to know your astrology chart to know how, how to personalize the, the Mercury retrograde in your life. Because depending on the area of your life it's happening, that's where you really want to focus your reflection. And of course, because this Mars retrograde and the Mercury retrograde are actually going to be happening in opposite signs. <laughs> so the pole, there's going to be one pole over here and one pole over here. So there's a rebalancing and, a, and, a, and an alignment that wants to be happening, especially once that Mercury kicks into gear. And then, of course, you've got the, the lunar eclipse conjuncting the Mars retrograde. So it's just a whole reflection fest. <laughs> it's really, that's what the end of July, especially through early August is all, or almost mid-August is all about. It's just about reflection. If, you, if you're doing anything else but reflecting in wherever you're supposed to be reflecting in your life, then you're probably missing the boat. <laughs> well, I would say that it's definitely a time of meditation and inner work. Yeah, meditation, whatever it is, you know, and, and of course, a lot of people... I don't know how to meditate. I can't meditate. You could take a walk and meditate. You can go garden and meditate. You could uh, wash the dishes and meditate. <laughs> you know, some people folding laundry is meditation. Cleaning the house is meditation. So don't um, fear the fact that, oh, I got I to sit down and empty my brain cells, you know, and there are great ways to meditate. You can meditate by just knowing how to focus on your breath and having a mantra. Inhale love and exhale pain or you know whatever it is that you need to personally work on because that's a different story for everybody um yoga is meditation uh you know there's many ways that we can choose to invite reflection and invite relaxation into our life um you know it doesn't have to be like oh i've got to you know, become a guru this summer. <laughs> well, I will say on the meditation note, um, podcast number 28 and 29 are both with meditation experts, Sade Simone and Emily Fletcher. So I would recommend that people go back and listen to those. And I also have a free ebook on my website right now on meditation on just how to calm your shit down. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I encourage anyone who thinks they can't meditate to try exactly what you just suggested. Like, check out these other podcasts and, you know, look around. It, there are a lot of things out there. It is not rocket science to meditate, but I think a lot of people have a lot of fear about it because they just think, oh, I can't do it. You know, and of course, if you tell yourself you can't do something, well, guess what? You're, you're just you're getting in your own way before you you, you should have to um you know fidgety. They, they they have a lot of uh pent up yeah. energy and, and they are very actionary and i feel like that's really a part of our culture that we're not productive if we're not actionary and we're not yes if we're not busy we're not productive oh god yeah, that see and that's where mercury is going to tell you you're you're silly for constantly being active and that is why i retrograde every few months so that you humans will decide to slow down yeah <laughs> because well, you need to do it I was going to say know? that that's what makes this so perfect is it kind of forces you to go inward and to yes. reflect and surrender. And, um, I mean, it truly is the summer of surrender. So mm -hmm. we've decided oh, yes. we're just yes. take the summer off and just not work. <laughs>
<laughs> That's basically what I'm doing. <laughs> I've done that for the last two summers anyway, and it's worked out just fine. So it's yeah, been you always fantastic. Go over to so. Europe, so uh, yeah, but. We are working on a course right now. Uh, we're working on a feng shui course that we're going to launch this fall. So I think that, you know, having a solid six, seven weeks to really focus on what that looks like and what needs to be in it and, and how it's going to mm -hmm. unfold. That's perfect because you've already got it. You know, you've got the whole idea established. It's, it, it exists. And then you're going you're gonna, to, like, tweak that wonderfully. And, uh, yeah, let her loose. Yeah, I mean, Let it loose in September. <laughs> the whole outline is done. We just have not had the time to yep. put it all together. And so this sounds like the perfect time to work on a course. <laughs> it absolutely is. It's, it is. You'll have, you'll, you'll, you'll come up with like even more brilliant ideas than you think you already have for it. And that's what will be working with that uh, retrograde to its advantage. So again, work. congratulations. I'm going to give you advanced congratulations and you know, we'll talk more in the fall about how, how it all went, but I think it's going to be good. <laughs> well, Sharita, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, I think that this is going to be really beneficial for helping people navigate the waters of uh, retrograde. And, and I think that for those who don't or are not aware of it, to have a greater understanding of why shit is going wrong, um, it allows you to, you know, get to this idea of puttering and being okay with it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but if people are interested in finding out how the Mercury retrograde is going to affect them and their uh, chart, how do they find you? How do they get in touch with you so that they can get a reading? Um, well, there's two avenues. You can reach me, of course, anytime at sharitastar.com. That's my main website. Um, and I also have the Mastering Mercury Retrograde program. Um, which I will be uh, releasing in another two weeks, the workshop for the summer um, to tell you how to navigate it all. And then if you want a personal session, that's at masteringmercuryretrograde.com. Um, but you can set up a personal appointment, just like hop on my site and um, Sharita, sharitastar.com, that's it. So, and we will also have, if you guys go to our website, gatesinteriordesign.com, we will have, uh, Sharita's information on there with both of those links so that you can find her. Do keep in mind that she does go on vacation at the end of summer, so she will not be available. Well, actually, I'll be, I'll, my last appointments uh, in the States will be at the end of June. So you definitely want to get, and, and because this is an ongoing thing for July and August, you know, you, you want to get yourself informed by mid-June at the latest. So yeah, don't waste your time. Don't waste <laughs> Take the <time>. opportunity. <laughs> if you are interested in doing this, thank you, Sharita, for coming on today. Thank I you so much. And thank you uh, to your audience and your listeners. And uh, this has been an honor and a pleasure. So I um, really hope everyone has a peaceful summer because you can, um, as long as reflection is part of your practice, you're going to do very well with it. All right, everyone. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. It was not meant to scare you or freak you out in any sense of the imagination. One of the things that I love about Sharita is she has been my astrologer for many years and just having the simple awareness of what's going on planetarily speaking allows you to have greater understanding as to why things may be a little bit more challenging or a little bit more difficult and going into it with that mindset and having that understanding helps you to prepare so that you can anticipate what may unfold. And it's one of the best things, especially if you go back to my bonus audio that I did uh, a couple weeks ago on how to feng shui your travel. If you do have travel that is expected over the summer, just know that you may have travel delays, things may break down, you may run into issues, and just knowing this information, you can say, okay, I knew that this was going to happen, and just anticipate and be prepared for it. Really having that attitude of gratitude and staying in those above the cross emotions is going to be the most important part. All right, so to summarize, July 26th through August 19th 
is going to be the Mercury retrograde. Mercury is all about communication, things in movement. So as we mentioned, this is not a time to be starting new things, taking any kind of negotiations, accepting money. I've learned this the hard way. One of the biggest contracts that we ever did here at the Gates team about five years ago was done under a Mercury retrograde and it fell apart two weeks later. So I do not recommend doing any big things. Mars retrograde will be occurring from June 26th to August 27th. And as Sharita said, this is the planet of expansion. So it's an aggressive planet and it can create expansive chaos when it's in retrograde. So since it's all about motivation and action and a little bit of aggression, you can imagine what that looks like when it's in retrograde. It's just kind of an angry, aggressive, expansive energy. Be sure to also pay attention to the fact that there's a solar eclipse on July 12th and a lunar eclipse July 27th. This is going to be a lot of intense energy and it's going to create just some chaos. And uh, what I've always noticed is that when I'm out and about, whether I'm traveling or just going to the grocery store, you can see the intensity. And if you're an empath, you can feel the intensity of people's energy around you. They're anxious, they're stressed out, and as things go wrong and they don't understand why, it just gets explosive. And if you're not careful, you can get caught up in that energy soup. So my hope is that from this audio, you can take this in stride, surrender to the energy, and learn to putter, maybe out in your garden, revisit the manuscript or the book that you've been writing on, maybe revisit the idea, the blog that you're going to launch or anything that you've been thinking about doing. This is the time to do it. Some of the best projects that the Gates team has launched has been done and created under a retrograde. And Sharita is right. The energy around resurfacing, reviewing, and reflecting is where genius and magic is found. And so the Gates team and I will be revisiting the course that we keep trying to get to to launch this fall. So if this is something that you're interested in learning more about, we are going to be doing a course launch in October that's going to teach the five key concepts of energy, the importance of cultivating a healthy mindset for healthy chi, building blocks of feng shui, helping you take a deep dive into the Bagua map so you have a greater understanding of why those top five disruptors matter, and then how to create designs that are truly energy aligned to get the home and life you want. That's the course that we're going to be working on. And if you'd like more information about that, or if you'd like to sign up for the waitlist, if you go to our website at gatesinteriordesign.com, it is in the navigation bar all the way to the right, and it's called Energy Course. Click on that and you can get on the wait list now for that course when it launches. All right, everyone. I'm your host, Amanda Gates. You have just listened to the Home Energy Design Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can also find it on our website at gatesinteriordesign.com. If you would like to see this interview live uh, when Sharita and I did it last week, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. You can just type in Amanda Gates in the search bar and our channel will come up and the video is navigating Mercury Retrograde. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.